I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. <laughs> but I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. <laughs> Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. All right, another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you Thursday, August 6th. It's about 4 o'clock p.m., so if any breaking news happens after 5, sorry, not going to have it in here. What's up, Seth? Not much, John. How you doing? Doing okay. No complaints. Watching some midday golf, watching some midday bubble basketball. Uh, we got sports back, so that's good. Yes, we do. It is good. NBA is back. Um, I don't really know who's looking good. I guess the Raptors are looking good. Yeah, the Raptors are looking awesome. The Raptors are looking awesome. The, uh, the Rockets were looking good until they turned around and lost uh, to the Blazers. And I would say the Thunder looked pretty good. Chris Paul and the Thunder look like they are uh, going to be a tough out in the playoffs. That's those are my takeaways so far. Yeah, it it really seems like those two teams are coached so well. At least from what little I know, it seems like the the, the Raptors are like extremely well coached. It seems like Nick Nurse is just awesome. Yeah, I would say Nick Nurse is awesome. Then I say like you've seen just the Thunder like allow Chris Paul to completely put his thumbprint all over it and like just kind of get out of his way type of thing which has been cool to see it's so that, crazy how good he still is yeah yeah I mean, like everyone kind of dogged him in the offseason because his contract was so expensive but he's still a top 15 player probably and he's been balling and the thunder look fun and i'm really hoping we get a thunder rocket series just like he is 35 years against. old yeah yeah no he's still 35 but he doesn't rely on a lot of athleticism so you can still get that free throw line jumper anytime so I'm hoping we get to watch them play the Rockets. I think that would be fun. Chris Paul going against James Harden. They got beef. Uh, Westbrook Westbrook going against the old Thunder teammates. That'd be kind of fun. That would be cool. Any college football news? I mean, I guess the Big Ten and ACC put out their schedules. The SEC still drag ass, and although the rumors are that we are not getting Ole Miss and LSU, right? <laughs> yeah. Instead, it looks like we are getting Texas A&M and LSU. Yeah. That's fan-fucking-tastic. It's going to end up, I mean, um, it's going to end up that Tennessee is going to wish that they had played the perennial playoff team on the road to start the season. It's going to, right now, if what we think is going to happen happens, then Tennessee will play four top eight teams according to 24-7's top 25 and five top 11 teams. Um, basically because Florida and Alabama had to bitch. So what, what was Alabama and Florida's schedule going to look like? Florida was going to have to play Alabama and LSU and A&M, I think. Okay. Um, Georgia was going to so play. They like, to play so they're going to play who? Florida? Or, if, or excuse me, Florida was going to play who? Alabama? LSU. And I think the third was A&M. Isn't that the same thing? Three fucking teams we're gonna have to play. Yeah, on I top say, of on top of Georgia and Florida, like uh, I mean, that's exactly who we're gonna have to play. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I'm looking it up now though, um, to make sure that that was who their rotate their rotation was. Yeah, their rotation for 2022 was at A&M, and for 2021 it was Alabama. So, like next year they were gonna get Alabama at home. And the year after that, they were going to go to A&M. So, they always play LSU. Basically, Tennessee is getting screwed because we play in the weaker division and our cross-divisional opponent this year just happens to be Arkansas. 
Alabama was going to have to play the West and then play Tennessee, Georgia, and Florida. They're going to have to play the three best teams from the East. Now, I want you to guess the last time Alabama had to play Florida and Georgia in the regular season. I mean, it'd have to be like the 80s at earliest, right? I mean, probably 91. 91. Okay. Okay. 91. We're swapping everything around because of Alabama and Florida. And instead of Florida having to play Alabama, LSU, and A&M, Tennessee is apparently going to have to play LSU, Alabama, and A&M. I don't know how it makes any sense, okay? Like, the way things stood, Tennessee was going to have to play the two best teams from the West and the two worst teams from the West. Alabama and LSU... Ole Miss and Arkansas. It that seems to me fair. Is the argument from is the argument from Florida and Alabama basically like we don't want to have to play these teams two years in a row? Like is that what they're going for? Or are they all focused on this year? Because I kind of understand like, hey, I don't want to play Alabama two times in a row. If I, I don't, I don't want Tennessee. Like let's just look at it this way: if I'm Florida, I don't want Tennessee to get to play Ole Miss two years in a row while I'll have to play Alabama twice. Are, are we just next year? Are we going back to the regularly scheduled games? Well, that's what I was wondering because it seemed like I, I thought the thought process would be that they would keep it the same and basically just roll it over next year because I don't think – I, I don't know if they would try to just push everything up. That seems to kind of – I don't know if it would be a logistical nightmare, but, I mean, your fans do plan these trips out years in advance, I think, for some of these divisional games, interdivisional games. So I wasn't sure what they were thinking. I, I didn't know. I, I have no idea. I assumed, based on absolutely, like I said, I have no idea. I assumed that, like, we were going to play our 21 and 22 games this year, and whatever our 2023 game is, which it would be, like, at Auburn. Okay. No, it wouldn't be. Who would it be? I don't know. At State? That would be who we... It would just... You would just move everything up. So to, would we have had a problem with that? I mean, like, not 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 from a competitive standpoint, but, like, as someone who wants to go to Baton Rouge. Okay, 2023 was supposed to be A&M at home. So we obviously won't be doing that. If this, But that, that was my assumption, was that next year we would get A&M at home because that was our 2023 game. Everything was just going to move up two years. If it's not, if they're just going to say, hey – Whoever your next two divisional opponents are, you're going to play them this year and you're going to play them again next year. It makes more sense for them to bitch so much. It is still horseshit. Oh, yeah. Big time horseshit. It is absolute dog shit. Like, it is... There is zero reason for either one of those teams to bitch. Like, I... I, Like... Especially Florida. Alabama, I get it. You have to play the West, then you have to play the three best teams in the East. Okay. You know, okay, I get it. Like, only one of those teams is really going to give you a close game lately. Like, in the last couple of years, the only team that can play with you is Georgia. But I, I, I get it. I understand. That would be annoying. Florida, I mean, come especially, on. Especially while LSU is picking up, like, us. Yes. Like, no disrespect to us, but, you know, like, it's a difference. Um, but Florida, I mean, Florida has no right to ever complain about schedules because we've talked about it a million times on this podcast. They never have to go to Sanford. They never have to go to Sanford Stadium. So I don't give a shit. You have to play LSU every year. Tennessee has to play Alabama every year. Georgia has to play Auburn every year. Like the two other good teams in the East have to play hard teams every year too, Florida. Like you don't, you should never be able to, to bitch about scheduling. Right, of course. We play Alabama every year. We understand how that goes. I mean... And this year, like, I assume what part of Florida is bitching about is that they're going on the road to well, why would they even be Like, it matters. Yeah, who cares? Like, it like, matters. I guarantee you they're using that in their, in their favor, though. Although, like, do we think that maybe Texas A&M will have... 50,000 fans in attendance and have like the best 
home field advantage in the country this year? Because wasn't their governor saying they wanted 50% of fans in sports stadiums? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. It still could, though, right? I mean, like, they're going to let are they gonna let the states make decisions, right? I, maybe it can. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to they're play at, at A&M. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that is what they're saying. We have to go to A&M, so why don't you give Tennessee a home game versus A&M to even it up? Tennessee is getting screwed because we have to play Arkansas. If we just simply had to play Mississippi State again, it wouldn't be like this. They couldn't yeah, do this to us. It, it's bullshit just on the fact that, like, you are supposed to get scheduling breaks every now and then, right? Like, I mean, yeah. we've had tough schedules in the past year. Like, we're, we're due an easy one. Like, it, it shouldn't be equal every year. Like, sorry, we have a break this year. Like, we get to play Arkansas. Cool. That added team, in my opinion, should reflect the current strength of schedule more than them trying to even them up. Just in my opinion. Like, if I'm Jerry Pruitt, I'm, I'm pissed off because I'm like, look, we played Auburn two years ago on the road. No one cried for us then. I mean, obviously we beat Auburn. No, now, and, and, and let's keep in mind what Auburn was ranked going into that season, okay? Right, I mean, right. Auburn they were coming being... off, they had just won the SEC West the year before and Stidham had returned. Like, going into the year, that was a top five team. Right, and no one gave us any any sympathy for having to play them in Alabama. No, we ne- ne- no, never. Like, that should be taken into account. If I'm Jerry Pruitt, I'm like, look, I mean, like, I play a tough schedule every year. I mean, granted, Mississippi State last year was fairly easy, but before that, Tennessee in general has played, you know, usually we've had a tough West opponent at the wrong time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there when we were so bad, it felt like every year we were getting just, I mean, we played Arkansas when they had, you know, the Sugar Bowl team, didn't we? Or they were awesome with Petrino. And then we played I, them again the year that they they were supposed to be good with Bielema. I mean, they are supposed to be good that year. And, I mean, Ole Miss was number one in the country that year, for fuck's sake, weren't they? Or was it was it the same year they were number one in the country? It might have been. I don't know. 2013? I, mean, I, I think it was. That was – was it State? I thought it was Mississippi State that was number one. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe not. Um, But, you know, there for a while, I mean, we were having to play – Ole Miss was number two, though, weren't they? Weren't they number one and number two in that the country? That sounds right. That sounds right. And I think that was 2014, I guess. Um. Yeah, I mean, there for a while we were having to play our cross-divisional rotation game was a really good team on top of the fact that we had to play the best team in the nation every year in Alabama on top of Florida and Georgia. When South Carolina had Steve Spurrier and was pretty good. When Missouri was going to SEC championship games. When Vanderbilt had James Franklin. It's, it's total... Bullshit. Tennessee has gotten boned over and over again with the scheduling. Some of it self-inflicted. A lot of it not. So, we're not going to get the break of getting Ole Miss added to the Arkansas schedule. No. No. Your thoughts on LSU and Texas A&M. How are we supposed to project this season if those are our two extra opponents? Well, I mean, I think that if those are our two extra opponents and he goes six and four, you could make the case for like SEC coach of the year. So, like, I mean, it's gotten that drastic where we're just hoping to go above 500? I'm not disagreeing. I'm just asking. I, I don't think, I think, it, like, uh, so we're going to say that AM's a home game. I don't think, I don't think AM. I mean, I'll say a and more talented than us. Are they that good? So how are we going to get? Uh, so how are we going to get LSU? We're going to have to play them on the road twice within two years. See, I don't or three think, years. I, I guess I, I don't think they're going to make teams do that. I think it's more likely we get LSU at home and a And M on the road. Okay, is what I think would be more likely. And you get you would get a And M at home in twenty twenty three or whatever, like normal. Yeah. Although I guess yeah, I mean you're running sort of the same problem. It seems it, it, to me it's crazy that they're still trying to figure this shit out. See, I just don't understand. Like the the next two divisional opponents made the most sense. Okay, some schedules aren't fair. That is literally how it goes every year. Georgia was going to have to play Auburn and Alabama this year. Tough shit, Georgia. We had to do it two years ago. 
You're just lucky that you don't have to go to the swamp in that same year. It's, it's, I, I cannot believe that we are letting unfair or fair schedules. Like Nick Saban has wanted the SEC to only play a conference schedule. This is what he's wanted. He's wanted conference only. As the VolQuest guys were talking about two weeks ago, like this is what Nick Saban wanted. He wanted a 10-game or whatever conference schedule. And he gets it, and what does he do? He bitches. Well, if you get what you want, Nick Saban, sometimes it might not come out how you like it. Like, not every year is going to be good. Well, Seth, I'm just going to say that Nick Saban has a message for you, and it is, suck my dick, I'm going to get my way, I'm going to complain, and I'm going to win. Yeah, he is. So you're saying he can't do it, but he is doing it, and he's winning. I I mean, he can't. Like, it's, it's not even Alabama. Like, it's Florida that really tilts me because they never play a tough schedule. They will play, they will play some cupcakes. Well, do we, do we know who their two added opponents are supposed to be? Because I mean, like, isn't their schedule really easy? So shouldn't they be drawing two tough teams anyways? Like, well, see their two other West games were going to be Alabama and A&M. Yeah. But I mean, shouldn't it still be Alabama? Cause didn't Florida, I mean, isn't Florida's schedule one of the easiest in the SEC? Yeah, I'm sure. I, I assume it's going to be like Alabama and Ole Miss. Okay, so they'll still have to play Alabama, just not, not, not both. Yeah. Well, then how's that solve Alabama's problem? Yeah, I don't know. I guess Florida's not going to play Alabama then. That's what I haven't under, been able to understand. Like Georgia's going to play Alabama. Alabama's going to play Georgia, and they're going to play Tennessee. They're well, not going to play Florida because you can't give Florida like LSU and A and M because I mean if LSU is not going to be like we're not adding Florida and or they're already playing them so I mean like I don't know. know. Here is what Brent Hub said. After many in the league felt last week that the two added games would just be the next two years of your cross divisional opponents, the SEC is putting together a schedule supposedly more fair and balanced. After some schools. Florida and Alabama being two expressed concern about the difficulty of their schedule when adding their 2021 and 2022 rotating opponents. What does fair and balanced look like? In the Big Ten, it means Ohio State got Purdue instead of Wisconsin. Like it like it matters. God God forbid Ohio State. Like beat it the hell out matters. Of Although if, the- I'm, if I'm Wisconsin, I'm like, cool, thanks. I appreciate that. Like that's good on my end. Like, Wisconsin's probably happy. Like, they're, like, fantastic. In the SEC, we wait to find out. As a source in the league told us on Wednesday, I promise you some teams aren't going to be happy. Uh, yeah. If Tennessee's draw is Texas A&M and LSU, as we are hearing, is a strong possibility. You can put Jeremy Pruitt at the top of the not happy list as the Vols would be playing five teams ranked in the ESPN's top 15 power index with three of the five coming from the SEC West, and two being additions to the altered schedule. We are literally going to have to do what they're, what they're making sure Florida doesn't have to do. That's At the end of the day, who cares about any of the scheduling other stuff? Like, I hear what you're saying about they would have to play, we'll have to play these teams again next year. Whatever. At the end of the day, Tennessee is going to have to play the schedule that the SEC has deemed is too hard for Florida, knowing full well that Tennessee has to play Alabama every single year. And, yeah, Florida has to play LSU. I would rather play LSU every year than Alabama. I would rather play Auburn every year than Alabama, like Georgia does. Has anyone asked Philip Fulmer for a comment? No, and I really – I. It's obviously going to be interesting what the pushback from UT is if it gets public. Like, I don't, can you really go public with being mad because it makes you seem like a little bitch if you start complaining about schedules publicly? Especially during a pandemic. Especially during a pandemic. I'm sure Fulmer is, has, is on the phones, has been on the phones, like complaining and pointing out the very obvious thing that I just said, namely Tennessee is going to have to play the schedule that is deemed too difficult for the mighty Florida Gators who have gone to back-to-back New Year's Six Bowls. Um, it, it's just, it, like it, when I read that this morning, I read it, 
I got mad. Like, it actually made me angry. With good reason. Because Tennessee, like, always has to play a stupid-as-hell schedule. Last year was honestly a break. We screwed it up. But last year was, was like a year that was an actual break in a schedule being tough. And this year it was going to ramp back up. Go, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, Tennessee is going to wish that they could go on the road and play a top five team that makes the playoff every year in Oklahoma. That's, we're going to wish that the schedule had not been changed by the end of this. We're going to wish that we could go to Norman and play in front of a packed capacity house by the time this is done. It's just such bullshit because we all got our hopes up because the Ole Miss and LSU seemed too good to be true. It, it, it seemed. And we were, exci- we were, we were excited. We, you know, keep in mind, we were excited about going to the number five team in the country. Like, we felt like that was a better scenario, and they won't even let us do that without, you know, while throwing us a bone of like, hey, you get one really tough road opponent, and you get one really easy home game. We couldn't even have that, apparently. I, and, like, I'm not sure. Like, I, you know, I know LSU lost a lot. I still think Oklahoma's probably a better matchup than LSU. I mean, just from – it's hard to see – it's easier for me to see us pushing Oklahoma around than it is LSU. LSU oh, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. LSU will still have a defense full of just, like, dudes. And, and they're still going to have the best player on the field. Yeah. On both sides of the ball, probably. Yeah. You know, with, with Chase Sting- and Stingley. Yeah, those guys are going to be the best players on the field on both sides of the ball. And, yeah, I, I think it would be easier to win at Oklahoma in front of a full crowd than going to LSU and winning. Well, that's nice. Nice of us to get a nice... Uh, but like I said, it was, but like you said, like you said, excuse me, like you said, it was going to be okay because we were going to get Ole Miss at home. It was going to be okay because we were going to get Ole Miss at home and you think that we could, you know, like the goal coming into the season was win one of the four big ones. Well, you swap out Oklahoma for LSU, still win one of the four big ones and beat Ole Miss and you're at seven and three. That would be a good season. That would be a success story. But instead, we're going to have to add a top 15 team in A&M along with LSU. And granted, I have no idea about A&M. Besides, they have Kellen Mond still somehow. They have Kellen Mond. Which I don't even think is a bad thing for us. It's not a bad thing for us. I could easily see us beating A&M. It all comes down to Jarrett Garantano. I mean, that's what everything boils down to. Who do, what kind of quarterback play do we get? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> and I, it also doesn't even seem like we, we might not even open up with Florida. Oh, is that is that on the is that on the uh, table to change as well? That seems like it's also a possibility. Because I guess I saw SEC Mike saying that, you know, Tennessee should start with Kentucky. Yeah. That really, the thought process I thought was that the rivalry games are against in-state opponents. And it's much easier to control just this season and the outbreak and the, the, the reaction from from it and playing again. It's much easier to do that with two in-state teams at first to see how everything goes. And then if everything goes well, then you go on with your season. If you, But instead of like having a team come from Texas to play a team in Alabama, you have the two teams in Alabama that are really close to each other play where, you, where things are much more controlled. You can contain more. I know, I know USC and UCLA are opening up against each other, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know if that was the reason why they were doing it, but it makes sense. Like, hey, you're in the same city, basically. I thought I mean, that you are I in the same that, city. Let's go. Yeah, I thought that was the reason. Obviously, Tennessee and Vandy aren't in the same city, but it's not California either, and there's not that many people. So Knoxville, Nashville, much easier to handle, I would think, than Knoxville College Station. I think I would rather play Knoxville to Lexington. 
take my chance of that instead of Nashville, but either way. Yeah, so it does seem like it might be changed. I don't know. Um, it's crazy to me. It's August 6th, and we keep saying we don't know. No, nobody knows shit right now. The first game is the 26th of September, right? That's yeah. that's what the – is that what the official word was, I guess? I guess we have yeah. made that official since we have certain practice schedules and everything. So, 26th. That is eight Saturdays away, counting this one. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really – I don't know what – yeah, it's just like – Man, they've had how many months to plan this out? Many. It's 51 days from now. Everyone, like we sat and talked about this, that the conference-only schedule made the most sense. Why, why even do anything else? It was the obvious play. It was the obvious play. It made the most sense. And it took them until like last week or whatever to announce it. So, good stuff. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Patreon.com slash Reads Ranch. Got some new patrons to shout out. New $2 patron, Justin Hanna. Shout out to Justin Hanna. I love you, buddy. We appreciate you. New $5 patron, Max Cohen. Shout out to Max Cohen. We love you and appreciate you. Skylar Crouch upped his pledge from $2 to $5. Shout out to Skylar. We love you and appreciate you. And uh, brother Will Hadley upped his from $5 to $10. Shout out to Brother Will Hadley. Glad you do not have coronavirus, buddy. We love you and appreciate you. I am also glad you don't have coronavirus. Do you know anybody currently with coronavirus, Seth? I don't think so. I don't think I do either right now. I don't think I do either right now. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Anything good in the thread that I may have missed? I haven't looked. Mm, Uh... Basketball predictions for the Reeds Ranch Basketball League tonight? Oh, uh, my back's a little tweaked. I'm a little worried about my back tonight. My back hasn't healed from last week, so hopefully I can uh, play good. Last week, I went and I played after um, a shoulder workout. I worked my shoulders out on Thursday, so my shot a little bit worse than usual. I was short on everything, so this week, uh, worked out shoulders on Wednesday and then resting today, so hopefully I'm healed by the time we get there. So I'm hoping I play well. I'm hoping I play well. Um, we'll see. We got our 15 max, so it's going to be three. You know, going to have three good teams. So, looking forward to it. I went and bought an uh, uh, Apple Watch or whatever to track my movement, track my calories. So I'm excited to get out there and see how many calories I burn. At least that's at least a highlight for me until I break it or my wrist while playing basketball. So let's keep that in uh, keep that in mind tonight, please. I will keep that in mind. All right, what else we got? So, um. Power rank your siblings, please. Oh, I assume that one's intended for you. I assume so. I will not do that. They're both number one. I love them both dearly. Gay J, awful question. Um, Best afternoon snack, what do you got? Doritos. I thought that was just dinner sometimes. It is. It's both. It's versatile. Can it be a a snack and dinner? Yes. Um, You can have it for a snack, then you can have it for dinner that same night. I will come out every now and then. I don't. I'm not much of a snacker, but if I do, I'll just put down a little peanut butter sandwich as a snack, or some uh, chips and hummus. Those are my snacks. Okay, I respect that. You know, or I would keep a you know keep a pack of Nutty Buddies in the fridge and hammer one of those Nutty Buddies. But I've tried to cut back on those. Nutty Buddies are so good. They're so good. Especially, do you put them in the fridge or no? I do not. Oh, you got to put them in the fridge. They're so much better cold. Trust me. Trust me, okay. so much better cold. Okay, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Um, oh, man, I'm missing them now. Nothing like a nutty, a cold Nutty Buddy and a warm Coke. Mm. Best town for an SEC football bubble? Ask Caleb Barnett. Doesn't have to be in a city that has an SEC school in it. Okay, what are your thoughts here? Best, best bubble city? Uh... Atlanta? Charlotte? No, 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 no. You can't be a big city like that. Okay. Um, right? I mean, you, you, you can't, I feel like you got to be out in the middle of nowhere. Starkville. Yeah, I mean, like, that. that's where I went. And, like, I don't even know if it would be Starkville. Like, there's got to be somewhere with, like, there's got to be some podunk town in Texas. Yeah. 
that would have a bunch of football fields because I feel like you need more than one football field. You know what I mean? So Starkville is yeah. only going to have the one. Okay. Right or wrong? I mean, I feel like you can't play you can't play a full conference schedule for every team. Only one football field. Yeah, you tear up that football field at the very least. Yeah, you can't do that. So you need multiple fields. Um, Hell, yeah. maybe Orlando. I mean, I mean, the, the, they got extra football fields at that Wild World of Sports wherever they're playing. I'm basketball sure they at. have to. Right? They have to. It seems like it's going perfect down there. I mean, MLS and NBA handle, handling business. Yeah. See, I just think Atlanta would be too crowded. I mean, there's it too much be. to do there. Yeah. Um, do you think they're? Do you think they're even like have considered the bubble for football? Like, is there a way to do that for college football? For SEC, the SEC has definitely not considered it because they uh, did not consider how to do a ten-game conference schedule. That's true. So, They're dumb as fuck. Um, yes. But did you see where like some basketball conferences were considering that? No, I did not. But yeah, apparently the Big East and Big Ten have both kicked around the idea of bubbling up for college basketball. I don't know if that means a college basketball tournament or the full entire college basketball season. But uh, it was um, was it James Goodman? Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, not it's James. Goodman. It's Goodman. Yeah. What's his? Jeff. Jerry, no. Jeff. Jeff has uh, Jeff, Jeff tweeted that out today. That the uh, those two conferences are considering it. Mm-hmm. That 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 makes sense. I really hope we get a college basketball season. Speaking of college basketball, speaking of user Tennessee would like to know for both of us: Is it Elite Eight or bust with Ponds coming back? Feel like we should be pissed off if we don't make the Elite Eight. I am a god that, I mean. If you listen to me on the radio, if you listen to me here, it might be repetitive at this point. But, Seth, I am a guy who does not overvalue the tournament. It might be a dumb take. It is not Elite Eight or bust for me. Um, if Tennessee went 33-4 and four and won the SEC tournament and dominated the regular season, if they lost in the Sweet 16, I would still consider that a good season. Okay. Is that fair to say or no? When you look I mean, at it from, when you look at it, when you take yourself out of the situation and look at it, I think that is fair. I mean, I'm still going to be sad whenever we lose. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to be mad when we lose, but I would still not consider that a bust of a season. I think that we, um, I think that it matters how you lose in the Sweet 16. Okay. In this direction. I think that. It would be more palatable to lose to a team that's pretty good, who has a guy that just plays out of his mind, like Purdue, as opposed to just getting absolutely run out of the gym in the Sweet 16. By, Um, uh, say, a Louisville team that beat our ass that one year. Yeah. Um, So I think that, yes, that's fair. I think also that if Tennessee has a really good regular season and this team – is what we think they should be. That it will look very poor on Rick Barnes that he did not get to one Elite Eight with three really, really, really good teams. And yes, please make no mistake that I, I will be expecting an Elite Eight, but I just didn't want to call it a bus. Like that, um, that, that should be what we do. Not even to mention that if you beat Loyola, you you absolutely walk to the final four. We don't we don't have to do this right now. So I'm trying to enjoy my Thursday. It's though. it's gonna be tough, you know. It's it's gonna be tough, Tennessee. Um and it sounds like um Keon Johnson is really, really, really good. And we have a really good big man in Fulkerson. We have a great defensive player. We have a sharpshooter in Vescovi. We have Jaden Springer. Man. Are we still uh, taking those reports seriously after we were told that Urosh was good? Well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Keon Johnson's going to be really good. Before Keon Johnson tore his ACL around Thanksgiving or Christmas last year, like when he went to that USA camp last year, I mean, I remember one report from Rivals or 24-7 that he was, like, one of the top three players there. Um, 
So the reports on Keon Johnson before the injury, and it doesn't sound like the, I mean, an ACL is not really a big deal anymore. The, the, the reports on Keon Johnson was that he was just really, really, really good. Um, I think he's better than Jaden Springer. Yeah, maybe um, I shouldn't have done that to Keon Johnson just because we know that he can play. But yeah. like, I understand what you're saying. Maybe it was more of the Victor Bailey hype. I saw some Victor Bailey hype. Maybe. Oh, maybe yeah, I don't even – I'm not even going to – I mean, if, if, if Victor Bailey can play 10 minutes of backup point guard a game and be a threat to hit a three, can hit a three when he's open, then that's cool. That's all I'm going to say about him. I'm not expecting anything out of him. Fair enough. I'm not expecting anything out of Eurosh. I am expecting John Fulkerson to be all SEC again. And I'm expecting Pawns to make the highlight reel like a million times the blocks. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we, we should be legitimately 10 deep. Yes, I, I mean, don't, don't you think so? I mean. Yes. Yeah. We should be, which, we should be, should be very, very good. I mean, lest we forget about, you know, um, Kamwa. No, I've forgotten about him. I was thinking more of Anasiki. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I yeah, actually Anasiki do expect Anasiki to play some minutes. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, is going to be, a, I think Anasiki is going to be a beast on the boards. I mean, so, yeah, we should I be trust, really, really deep. Uh, Rick Barnes just has to figure out the rotation. What could go wrong? <laughs> expect it to be absolutely insufferable the whole season. What could go wrong as he tries to uh, break down his freshman guards? Yeah. And get so, them to play his type of basketball while he tries to figure out a rotation. Yeah. Uh, Brother Will Warren would like to know, if we deleted an entire recruiting class from a roster, for example... What we'll use, could go wrong? For example, we'll use LSU. You remember when Grant yeah. Williams started overtime on the fucking bench against yeah. Purdue? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember how that? much he used to play Daniel James? No, I don't. I, don't, I have no recollection of Daniel James. Wasn't that his name? Maybe. James Daniel? What was his name? He was that. Tra- he was the first year when we lost to Loyola. He was the grad transfer. I sort of remember him. He would play him so much, man. He wasn't good. No offense, he's listening. He's probably uh, not listening. Uh, Brother Will Warren. Would just like Grant to know. Williams just sitting there on the bench in overtime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of the best players in the country. He's like, hey, we're not going to play in overtime. One of, the smartest, one of the smartest players in the country. You didn't trust him not to get, pick up a foul. Like, I mean, A wooden award finalist. I mean, it's not like Purdue is banging you up down low. Like, Purdue just wanted to bomb threes. Like, of course Grant Williams can't go in there and play at that point. Remember when we almost blew that 17-point lead to Iowa? Yeah, I do. Or 20-point lead, whatever it was. Oh, man, what could go wrong? Final four bust, everybody. Final four bust. I'm already mad about it. I'm already mad about it. Heavy as the head, you know? Heavy as the head that wears the crown. That's true. We are going to wear the crown. All right, I'm over it. Let's move on. Brother Will Warren would like to know if we deleted an entire recruiting class from a roster for example we'll you remember when he shield. said that Lamonte fouled that guy on that shot like he couldn't even for one second be like no no that wasn't a foul that was a questionable call yeah and then Carson Edwards I mean we, I don't we, I don't I don't know if it was a foul or not but I didn't want to hear my coach say it was kind I know of he good. kicked out his damn legs yeah I would have been like yeah it was a foul it's 100% a foul offensive you can't kick your legs out like that I know Lamonte I, didn't affect the shot that's what I would have said it was a foul, 100%. Offensive. He kicked his legs out. We got to do a better job officiating that. To rob, to rob our boys of a magical season because of bad officiating is just completely unacceptable in my book. I, I would have said things that made the paint peel off the walls to those journalists. Yeah, yeah. Just because they're journalists, and I had just had a magical season end. I would have let the chopper sprite. Instead, yeah. we had to... It was a foul. It was a foul. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. Brother Will Warren would like to know. Auburn if- beat our ass last year. We had a chance to make the tournament, and we let Auburn come in dog walk us in the SEC championship and at home last year. We were up 18 on the road last year. We were up 18 on the road last year at Auburn, too. And oh. Rick Barnes would not call a timeout. 
He, he would not simply... call a tie. He just wouldn't do it. He just simply refused. That 18-point lead went to like... We might have been losing by the time he called a timeout. He still doesn't understand that you don't get to take him home with you. You do he not get to cast them in. You do not get to cast them in for free food in Knoxville. Swap in two timeouts for more free food. He just watched that lead melt away. Yeah, well, it didn't melt away, buddy. It got burned by house yeah, it got fire. Burned. Like it, it was like four minutes, and that lead was gone. It was the that was the one time all year Jordan Bowden played like we hoped he could. Oh God! All right, let's move on. Brother Will Warren would like to know if you just deleted an entire recruiting class from a roster. For example, we use LSU and didn't replace them with any other players. 60 to 65 scholarship players left. How much worse would they be? Would this team still be as competitive in the SEC? Yeah, I think you could handle one year of that, couldn't you? I think if you I mean, took if, off, if you took out an incoming freshman class and just said no freshmen are coming in, you could still be good. Yeah, I think LSU would year. be okay. I think LSU would be okay. Now, obviously, like two or three years from now, you'd be completely fucked. But like mm-hmm. one year, I mean, how many how many freshmen are going to come in and be like game changers? Yeah, I mean, it happens. You know, with I mean, it does happen. Yeah. But I mean, like you would still. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you would like win the division or win the conference or anything. But you could still make a bowl game, and if you're LSU, would still win like eight games. I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. All right. What else you got for me, brother Troy AF? Would like Love to know, brother Troy AF. Record prediction of this football season, assuming we add Texas A&M and LSU. You said six and four. Is that you I'm said? gonna go six and four. I'm gonna go six and four. I mean, yeah, it just seems like it's going to be tough, right? I mean, yeah. We're going to, I, I'm, I'm still saying he's going to he's going to win one. He's going to win one. I mean, I, I will say to Troy AF and to the Reeds Ranch community at large, if Jeremy was to do the unthinkable and beat Florida at home, then I'm saying we beat Texas A&M at home. But I'm gonna go six and four. I am excited to see the schedule, though. I am too. I want to. I want to know what we're gonna do in a month from now. The one guy who said that they should do like a, a scheduling like show, like an announce the schedule on live air on SEC Network, is like 100 percent right. They need to oh. unveil this like at Selection Sunday. Yeah, like because why the would hell you else? not? Yeah, what the hell else are we watching on the SEC Network? And if the SEC doesn't, they need to hire me and you. Or the guy who came up with the idea. Yeah, they were cooler than him, though. That's true. So, he doesn't have a community like we have. Who said it? I don't even know who said it. Was it I in think the it might be or? SEC Mike. I think it might be oh, SEC. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, user Taylor M. Shout out to Taylor M. Um, would like to know. What's more likely to happen first, nuclear winter or an asteroid hits Earth? How uh, crazy was uh, that Beirut video? Man, it's absolutely insanity. Just that damn mushroom cloud. Did you see the um, the video of the bride that was out there taking bridal photos? Yes. Crazy. How absurd. Crazy doesn't even describe it. Would you call off the wedding? I feel like I'd be like, hey, we're not getting married anytime soon. Yeah, I think we would just run for our lives. Yeah. Um, so what do you think happens first? Uh, a, a nuclear bomb or an asteroid? A nuclear winter Earth? or asteroid hits Earth. <sighs> Gotta go nuclear winter, right? Yeah, nuclear winter. There are so many countries that have nuclear bombs that shouldn't. And... Like, people can say whatever they want to. Like, America is a country that, if anybody ought to have nuclear weapons, it, it's, it's America. Okay, period. Point blank. Plain and simple, it's America. Secondly, would be like England or like France or somebody like that. Not Pakistan. Pakistan and India have nukes trained on each other. They hate each other. They have nukes trained on each other. North Korea is, as the, as the saying goes, a hedgehog. Because they have just... Missiles pointing out every single direction. 
and they shouldn't have nuclear weapons. China probably ought not to either. Japan, I'm cool with Japan having nukes. Um, so I'm going to go nuclear weapon because something between India and Pakistan could pop off immediately. Something with North Korea could pop off immediately, and they would let the chopper spray. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen first. I mean, because who who is going like an asteroid? Do we what, what do we take the chance of an asteroid? Well, see, I terrorist? think uh, very little because I think we would throw a nuclear bomb at it or something. <laughs> so it'd be both. We'd get we'd get both the nuclear like, winner I, and the. I think, uh, like I think America would do enough. I mean, America. I think the Earth would do enough if like an asteroid was coming at us, and it's just one asteroid. We'd probably get a group of oil drillers and send them up there to blow it up. Yeah. Let's drop a bomb on it. Yep. So I think that. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm gonna so I'm gonna go nuclear winner. I mean, it just seems much more likely than an asteroid hitting the Earth. But who knows? Who knows? Um, Marwan would like to know, and a question that is intended to sow discord between me and you. Who I don't would think win? so. Who would win in a 40-yard dash between John and Seth? I mean, I would imagine you would. Yes, I am a very slow sprinter. Oh, really? You want to race? Yes. Not particularly. I hate sprinting. I like running long distances. Well, see, I, I was going to say, I think in 40 yards, I might be able to hang with you a little bit, to be honest. You probably can. You probably can. I'm very slow. Now, obviously, the like 40 yards through two miles, like I'm going to get left in the dust. But 40 yards, I think I could, you know, if I lost, it'd be by a couple steps. It, you know. Yeah, I would say that's fair. I, I think it would be neck and neck. I won the last 40-yard dash I was in against brother Ben Lee. I smoked him. Oh, ben Lee for SF. You think he's listening? I don't know. I mean, he would. He can't deny it. I smoked him. I, like, I hope good, he is listening. Like six steps. I beat him by six steps. That's a lot in 40 yards. But I would, I would still probably take you. Okay. I'm going to say it's neck and neck. All right, uh, Zach wants us to see how many push-ups we can fire off. I will not be doing that either. Drop down and do some push-ups. I'll do okay. it. I'll do okay. it. You gonna do it? You gonna go first, or you gonna? No, you go ahead and do it. I will say I hurt my back's a little sore. I I, I got that out of the way early. It's not an excuse. It's just a, it's just reality. Okay. Okay. What's the over under set at? Thirty five. Thirty. 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 Uh. That's shooting a little high, but I appreciate the confidence. Let me see if I can do it with this watch. Okay. Oh, oh shit, this hurts. Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to do any, I don't think. God, my back hurts. Oh, getting old, boys. Oh, no, this is bad. This is embarrassing. Oh, fuck me. Okay, count me down, Seth. Start at three. Three, two, one. Go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, oh, 33, that's it. That's it. You're not going to be able to shoot tonight. Please keep in mind I had a hurt back the whole time, too. <sighs> okay. Look, 33 is not, not bad. You want to go next? No, I'm not going to do it. All right. That sounds like a good place to end it. I love you. Anything else? Nope. I love you too. I look forward to getting the schedule at some point. Come on, bro. Talk to you later. See you, dude. Later, buddy. Bye. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know.
back your childhood traumas. Tell me what it is, tell me what it ain't, tell me why we even bother. Tell me if you need space. Cause I don't do shit that way. You're gonna lose me that way. Don't lose me that way. Tell me what you need.